Now we're learning a maimed. Lech lecha. It's based on a maimed from the Alter Rebbe and Teir Eir. And between this maimed in 1988 and 1987, and the Teir and Teir there's probably, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 lech lechas. <laughs> there's many lech lechas. And, and in the Kutasichas you have lech lecha. The Rebbe many times himself said lech lecha. And all of them have a very, very similar uh, theme, a very, very similar um, message. The word lechacha means move. Move means change. Change means grow. And the Maimodim bring from the Tehreir that lechacha means that the movement and the change that a human being goes through has two forms, as we're going to learn in the Maimod. So when you come across a Maimod, which, to use classic Chabad language, has the Rabbeim have said this Maimed multiple times? Every time a Rebbe says a Maimed, the Lushan is the Oiris, the Zelber, Moir is Even if the light is the same, but the essence, the godliness is different. But it's the same Maimed. But still, in every Maimed is what you call a Chiddush. In other words, even, even if a Rebbe says the same Maimed word for word, it's also a new Gilui. Like the Maimed of Zalman Zezmet. But even if the Rebbe is saying a maimed, which he said many times before, each time there's another Indian. And this maimed, there is a vart, which I'm going to share with you as we learn, of course, which seems to be to be an incredible chiddush. A grace, a grace, a chiddush. Um, and it's, you know, it was said like as if, you know, a maimed, the maimed said, Kein siche, on ashturim, on atrask. But if you pay attention, you're seeing gvaldeke chiddushim. So let's not waste any time, because we don't have any time to waste. Let's learn the Maimir. Lech lecha v'gehimit. The Maimir, our Pasha begins, the Ebi Yishtal Zavram Avinu, Lech lecha, move. Gib zacharir. Now of course, in the Rebbe Sichas, the Rebbe says, what does Lech lecha mean? Lech lecha means do what I say, not what you understand. All of us know that what Avram Avinu understands is probably pretty close to what the Ebi Yishtal wants. Avram Avinu was a Merkava Falakuz. But the message of Lech lecha is that Hashem says, even to Avram Avinu, with all of his greatness and his loyalty to the Mebishtin and his Nevu and his Ruch HaKedosh, I want you to do what I want and not what you want. In other words, as much as Avram Avinu was consistent with Ratz Ne'el, and Hashem says, Lech Lecha, this is what I want and not necessarily what you want. And the Rebbe explains that the whole union of Ayid, that as great as he is, we're defined by Lech Lecha. We go away from our word Etzainis, even if it's Etzainis, 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 to do the Ratz Ne'el. This is in Lukot Asichas. But in this Ma'amari brings a different insight there's two translations of the words lech lecha pirush echad one translation is lech lecha means go away from yourself means go away from your holiness go away from your aloofness go away from your exaltedness and descend into the world and consistent with this my mother explained means going away from your will means going away from your means going away from your midas in other words it's an allusion to the sweetest Avram Avinu was very very holy and you know what else Avram Avinu was an intellectual he was a balseich and one of the basic rules of balseich is that he likes precious to be alone and certainly, spiritually, mystically, Avramo was an incredibly holy man and lived in an incredibly holy world which isolated his holiness from the people around him. Says the Go away from your holiness, engage 
with the world to make a dida betachtenu. Now, Avraham Avinu's whole identity was the farsem alakusa yisbarach ba'elam was to disseminate Hashem's name in the world. But lech lecha means don't just talk about me. Give of what you are to the world. The world should feel, should know, not just about the Eibushter, but how you experience the Eibushter. And in order to affect this, Avraham Avinu has to go down from his lofty space and engage in the world. You know what it says in Teira Eid? That Avram means Seichel Hanel Amikolerayim. Avram. Av means Chachma. Ram removed. Avram Avinu by himself was completely removed from the world. In other words, he could teach the world about the Eibushter all he wanted. But the way he knew the Eibushter, nobody knows. So the Eibushter lech lecha. Become Avraham. Avhamoyin goyim. Give the world from what you are. And it requires Avram Avinu to step away from his lofty madrege. I, I've told you the story many times that the Bilal Parasher once looked at the Tzamech Tzedek when he was paralyzed. And he commented that the Rebbe can gain, the Rebbe could walk. So they looked at him and told him, what are you talking about? Everybody knows the Rebbe is paralyzed. So he said, He says, Rebbe cannot walk, not because he has physical immobility. He's immersed in Avabatanugim. He's in a state of delight with the Abish. If he'll step away from his Avatanugim, he'll be able to walk. Lech lecha. Walk away from this incredibly lofty Madrege and descend into the world. Next line. Upirashani. What is another translation to Lech lecha? Shahalicha Lech lecha is milmatalamai. Lech lecha means to ascend, to go up. Okay. Upirish then, according to this, Harimashikosav me'atzacha. Atzacha means malchus. Umimeladatacha means midis. And Beisavicha means Chachman Bino, which is Reimis, Allah Sfiris, it's an allusion to the Sfiris, but it's the Seid that the Mamata Lamala from the bottom up. In other words, the second touch of Lechlecha is Hashem says, Ramavinu, raise yourself higher in the world. Come closer to me. So we have a message to Avraham Avinu in one word or in the same words that are communicating to him two opposite things. Ratzay and Shev. Go away from yourself to serve me and go away from your involvement in the world to connect yourself to me. Well, if he bays beyudim elanimtsa, the combination of interpretations means this pasuk is alluding to bays fani alicha, two forms of mobility. Halicha moving from the top down, and moving from the bottom up. And Hashem is saying to Avraham Avinu, go in both directions. How do you explain this in Avraham Avinu's personage? How do you explain Avraham Avinu's personal life? Of course the answer is I don't know. But I think Avraham Avinu going away from himself to turn into the world means Avraham Avinu should sacrifice his own ruchnias to help people. And Avraham Avinu going away from the world to connect to the Eivishter means that Avraham Avinu has to give a priority to his own connection to the Eivishter. And the combination means that you have to figure out how to do both at the same time. Help the world, descend into the world, but don't neglect your own ruchnis. And the same two words are saying the same message, both messages. Like, you have to want to live, which means to change the world, and you have to want to die to come close to the Abishtah. How can you want both? That's what the Abishtah expects. You should simultaneously, and the Rebbe says in the Sikhs, they feed off one another. Your desire to connect to the Abishtah empowers you to change the world, and your success at changing the world renews your desire to connect to the Abishtah. Continues the Maimed and it says, Ubavedas Adam. What does it mean in our lives? The Tolos. It's Beis Hanyanim, the Teiro Mitzvah. It means the two things of Teiro and Mitzvah. The Teiro Himel Maidolamat. Teiro is from the top down. What does that mean, the Teiro is from the top down? 
Teda's the Abish that's light, which the Abish that gives the world. And when a Yid studies Teda, he's not creating a relationship with the Abish that. He's simply tapping into the relationship with the Abish that gives him. Teda comes from heaven. Mitzvah from the bottom up. Because Shein Yanam, who? What is the theme of a mitzvah? Laharim Advarim to raise up those things. Shabahem Nasis Hamitzvah with which the mitzvah is being performed. Mimamadim Matzav from their condition and to make them holy. Now I want to be honest with you. The standard version of this is a little bit different. Normally, from the top down is Teira, from the bottom up is Tefillah. This mime is a little different, and it's not a little different; it's very different. And I'll tell you what the difference is. Teira is a relation between man and God that God creates. Tefillah is a relation between man and God that man creates. What's the difference? When the Abish creates a connection to you, it's an infinite connection, but it goes over your head. When you create a connection to the Abish, that's a finite condition, but you're able to feel it. In other words, davening is you feeling connection to the Abish because you're creating the connection. Toida is you and bringing into yourself the light of Hashem, which is ain't soft. What do you feel? Some feel more, some feel less, and so forth. Because it's an infinite connection between the Abish and you. So the classic from the top down and the bottom up is Toida, which is allowing the infinite light of Hashem into you. And Tfilo, which is connecting to the Abishta with your own heart. But that's not what this Maimah says. This Maimah says mitzvahs. What's mitzvahs? Mitzvahs means gashmias. Not your personal connection to the Abishta, but elevating the physical world. And in Hasidus, elevating the physical world is to make gashmias, one with Hashem, which is also bringing the Abishta out of the world. So, in this Maimed, from the top down means bringing the light of Hashem into the world. From the bottom up means showing that in the world the Abish already exists. Taira means opening yourself up to the light of Hashem, which comes from the heaven to the earth. And Melmata Lamala doesn't mean your personal connection to Hashem based on your own personal level. It means instead using the physical world in the service of Hashem or showing how in the Gashmizdaka world there's already the Abishta. to give you the alternative form I'll, I'll slow down just a little bit I've, I've shared this illustration with you many many times there's an expression which comes up over and over again in discussions in Hasidic discussions called Gileolikos the revelation of godliness what does it mean the revelation of godliness so most people when they visualize when they conjure up a, an image of revelation of godliness, they think of the sun. The sun is in the sky, it's very far away. Its light has to travel through the vacuum, vacuum, vacuum of space until it descends and it hits the earth and it gives it light and warmth and life and so forth, right? So the idea of Gil means, so to speak, the Abishtid is someplace else and you're in effect importing him, bringing him into the world. The Balshemtiv has a very, very simple question. If the Abishtid is in the heavens, and Gilil means bringing the light of the Abishtid from the heavens to the earth, a simple question immediately emerges. Before you bring the Abishtid's light into the world, how could the world exist? If the Abishtid is in the heavens, and Gilil means that I'm bringing the Abishtid from heaven to earth, a simple question is, so how did the earth exist before you brought that light? What's the answer? 
that in the earth there's already a spark of Hashem. And as a result, there's a much different concept in Gilead Akus. Revealing godliness doesn't mean bringing the light of the Jewish from heaven to earth, but showing that the earth itself is godly. You know the famous exchange between the Alter Rebbe and the Middle Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe says to the Middle Rebbe once after Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, "Berel medvoses He says to his son, the Middle Rebbe, "What did you daven with?" So the Middle Rebbe says, Some very exotic, mystical concept. And then the Middle Rebbe says to the Alter Rebbe, Tate mit was hast du Father, and what did you daven with? And the Alter Rebbe said, <laughs> What kind of answer is that? His son tells him he did meditations on the most glorious levels of revelations of godliness and his father died with a piece of wood. What's the tenets? You don't have to bring David into the world. He's here, you have to discover him. And that's what this Maimed is saying. Bringing the truth of godliness into the world from heaven. In this Maimed doesn't mean your own personal relationship with God. It means a true relationship with God. But showing how the world itself is godly. That's what mitzvahs mean. That's what Avedja Sabirim is. You don't have to bring the Eivishter into this world. You have to find that the Eivishter is already here. You know, the Rebbe always said that he objected to the terminology Kirov Rechaikim. What does Kirov Rechaikim mean? That you're bringing close those who are far away. There's no such thing as a Jew's far away. Because you're not giving a Jew something. You're giving a Jew what's already his. You're showing a Yid. This is, this is your... Yerusha, this is your Rechush, this is yours from the outset. And that's, Momala Lamata means I'm giving you something. Momata Lamala, I'm showing you what's rightfully yours. And Lech Lecha means that a Yid in his or her life has to do both. We have to bring the light of the Eibishter into our lives, and simultaneously we have to identify the Eibishter in our daily existence. And the Rebbe continues in the next paragraph. We understand that a yid service to Hashem involves both of those things. First of all, to bring Hashem into the world. And secondly, to find that the Abish is in the world all along. Moreover, both of these services are represented by the very same two words, Lech Lecha. Lech Lecha means bring Hashem into this world. Lech Lecha means uncover and discover that the Abish is the world. We have to say that the reward for Yiddishkeit. And all of us know that mitzvah, mitzvah. Right? How does it say in the Mishnah? Don't be a servant to serve this master. You know what pras means? A reward. But pras means a shtikel, a broken piece. A piece of bread is called prusa. In the Seder of Pesach, the Levi in the Gemara and the Allah is called prusa. It's a broken piece. You should be shalem. You don't want a piece. You want the whole thing. What do you want for Yiddishkeit? Yiddishkeit itself. Everything else is insufficient. So the reward for being a Jew is Judaism. The reward for bringing the Abish into this world and finding the Abish in this world already is that the Lord said, Hashem is going to give us Himself in both of those ways. That Hashem is going to add to us His expression and is going to show us that the primus of ourselves and our environment is the Yebishter. Shegam bahaschar alavedezu, the reward we get for this service. Yeshnam beiz and yonam elu, we have both of these ideas. Vegam yichad beiz and yonam elu, they all come together into one idea. One, in other words, Yiddishkeit is saying to a Jew, you should simultaneously 
bring the Abish into the world from someplace else and find the Abish that as he already exists within you. And the, the two shouldn't be separate, they should be one and the same. And he brings a puzzle. <laughs> says on the pasuk It doesn't say It says It doesn't say I will walk. It says I will be walking like as halakim his halech noyach. Or in this week's parsha kum his halech There's a very interesting debate in the beginning of parsha sneich on the words his halachti. So Chassidus says his halachti means two halichas. Pirusha lay alicha achas alichas tmidis a constant motion which is akelas lapachas beis alichas. There's two kinds of motion. And what is Vesalachti talking about? Right, you, you remember the Gemara, right? Yom Benavot was an incredible great man, and he becomes the king of Israel. He was the only man who had the courage to criticize Shleimah HaMelech for his Avedis. Shleimah tried to kill him. And he escaped. And the Abish gave him the Maluch. And now Yeravim Benavot is at a crossroads. What's the crossroads? The Beis Hamikdash is in Yehuda. If he allows Yidin to go to Beis Hamikdash, it's going to undermine his throne. Why? Could you imagine three times a year, your entire civilization goes to the competition's temple? So Yeravim Benavot was torn. The end, of course, is he built Nebuchadnezzar and he, he made the whole nation of Israel pagan, Nachman al-Islam, right? But when he first became king, he was contemplating. So he has a dream and he sees the Eibishter. And the Eibishter tells him that He tells him, me, you, and Ben Yishai are going to traverse together in Gan Eden. That sounds like a deal. Abishah <laughs> tells him, me, you, and Ben Yishai are going to walk together in Gan Eden. He doesn't say Shleim. David. Look, you love him. Who's walking first? So Abishah says, David Ben Yishai. Look, you love him. Abishah no deal. Now that's arrogance. <laughs> you thought your husband was a Balgai. Huh? You imagine, Abishah tells me, and you, and Ben Yishai. That's a tight fish. Salachti, means there's going to be a time that the Abish is going to walk amongst us. And you know what? We're going to walk with him. I will walk amongst you. And I'll be your God means there's going to be a condition on Madrege where Yidna are going to be so elevated. Like they say in the back of the minor lush. Tzadikim are going to be called holy. Yidna are going to be called Havaye. We're going to be called God. And the Abish is going to traverse amongst us. Vishalachti, it can walk amongst us. But it doesn't say Vahalachti, it says Vahishalachti. Which means that in the nature of the Shpatsirin, we're going to walk around in Ganadin. With Nebishtim, there's two aspects. Because the two aspects reflect and mirror the two aspects of Yiddishkeit. The idea that there's going to be a point in time and place when Yidna and the Abish, so to speak, are going to be comfortable with one another, it's going to involve two ideas. Number one, that we're going to meet the Eibishter in Ganeidin. Hashem is going to join us to speak in Ganeidin. And number two, the Eibishter is going to show us that Ganeidin, that we are the Eibishter, that the whole creation is the Eibishter himself. Okay? It says that I have three lines for the bottom. Vare posuk zeh. Visalachti. Neemar has written. Benegel. Tachas ashleimas abrochas. Shatil. Yosid. Love. Yisnekta. Tameshiach. Tzedkenu. She said, "Move him." We should understand. She said, "Achidish, as long as Mashiach is going to come, Shaziyeh biyuchot beizefanei alich." Behind you, this means 
shame should call on Yandali Yasid Love since just like everything else associated with Mashiach, turn the page. Boy, my day, my saint, the saint of our work. Now we serve Hashem. We serve Hashem duly, two ways. Taira, we bring the Abish into our lives. Mitzvahs, we show that the Abish that is our lives. Shalasad love, he obeys ha'aliches and bebasa. Both of these walkings are going to be simultaneous through the avoid of now. True? Beautiful stuff, yeah? How practical it is, how we can relate to it in our daily lives. You know, it would have been a lot easier if the Rebbe said Teir and Tefillah, like most of my mother say. This mommy says, no, Teir and Mitzvahs, which means Teir is Atmos and Mitzvahs are Atmos. It's not unlimited godliness and limited godliness. They're both unlimited godliness. But it's the unlimited godliness which we bring into the world and the unlimited godliness which we discover and find within the world itself. Sheikh is going to come, we're going to have the highest lights, and here goes that useless word, and the essence. Sure. The difficulty here is how, what's the, what fuses them? What causes the two of them to come together? So the Rebbe explains now, in the next couple of paragraphs, how or what avoid or what inyan causes two things to become one. It's not just that we're going to have two types of relationship with the Ebishter, a relationship based on Hashem coming into our life, and a relationship based on discovering that the truth of our very selves is the Ebishter, but these two things are going to be one. And the Maimah's curiosity, the Maimah's challenge is, how can you explain how two becomes one? And he answers it by quoting the Rebbe Marash. And the Rebbe Marash says, that he brings a medrash, that Lech Lecha has two times the same exact word. Lech Lecha, I mean it's pronounced differently, but a Sefer has no Nukudas, it's the same words. And he says that there's a, a medrash that says that every Gula is double. Every Gula is double. All the five Asias, Menatzbach, Mem, Nun, Pei, Tzadik, Chof, the Asias Sefias, the end letters represent Gula. Like the Tzadik is Tzemach Tzadik he brings over here, the Pei is Pocket Pakadati, and the Chof is, uh, is Lech Lecho. I forgot what the Mem is, but there's a medrash, each one of those five letters is double. In other words, Lech Lecha is Indian of Geula. And Geula is double. Sure. How does that help us? And by the way, he links it to the idea of Kol Iska the Shabbat HaKofel, the Maimah we learned this past Sunday. Everything about Shabbos is double, the same idea. How does it help us? And the Rebbe answers the question by making a simple observation. What does double mean? Two times the same thing. What does double mean? What is the, what is the mystical significance What's the big deal? It's twice. Okay, it's twice. Instead of $100, it's $200. And the answer is twice doesn't mean twice. Twice means compounded. Nochamol, nochamol, nochamol. Double means doubled and redoubled and re-redoubled over and over and over again. Look at the third paragraph. I'm skipping the one paragraph. Anytime something is doubled, okay, it, it doesn't mean two times. It means many, many times. Go to the third line, please. Go to the third line. The Pirish Kiflayim, the meaning of double, ain't it actually become a It's twice the quantity. You have the first idea. And then you have Yeshne, Dover, Nesif. You have an additional thing. Which is incomparably great. So the connotation of double, which is linked to Giyul, is not simply twice as much, it's a different stratosphere. And what is it in Avoida? Tshuva. 
Okay, but go back to the second line. Chasidus explains. Now go to the fifth line. That's what makes tshuva so special. The nasef. First of all, you have alavedis atzadikim. What's a tzaddik? Shavedi walk straight. But even the also the tell them yashta walk in the middle of the road. As you walk in the middle of the road, you will meet God. Yashu yachadu faneimei to meet them. Consider them steady, constant, predictable. Yes, now Aved and Esef is the Baalei Tshuva. There's another Aved of Baal Tshuva. What is about Tshuva? He jumps over the line, he compensates for a mistake, and as a result, Shezdeinis, Nasas, Kezachis, Avedas actually become mitzvahs. Which means Musafim, we add. Says the Rebbe in the parenthesis, Shezau, Iyan, Iska, the Shabbat, Kofal, this idea that Shabbos is double and so forth. Skip the parenthesis. You have the merits of Yiddishkeit. But Yeshnam Gamazachis, Hanasis, there is the merits that come from transforming the sin into merits. That's not double. It's incomparably great. In other words, a tzaddik serves Hashem. He brings Hashem into this world. He discovers that the truth of this world of the Eivishter. They're both important, but they're separate. What allows two become one? The answer is that when you don't look at them as two, you look at them as double. In other words, what must be added to Yiddishkeit to allow these two emphases to be one and the same thing? If, if I may say it in different words, forgive me. Taira is a spiritual avoid. Mitzvah is birudim, elevating the Gashmis the world. So it's more like Ruchnis and Gashmis. How do you make Ruchnis and Gashmis not only two ways of serving Eivishter, but one and the same thing? And the answer is Tshuva. And of course, we all know what Tshuva means. Tshuva means that a Jew reaches so deep into himself that he could destroy an evil that Teira says is indestructible. There are certain evils in this world that it says explicitly in Tanya that certain things are evil and are so fundamentally evil that they can never be repaired and corrected and transformed until the Abishta does it. And a Yid does tshuva and shatters such an evil and makes it into something good. Says that the koyach nishmati, the inner power necessary to effect the transformation of an irreparable evil into a good is so potent that it's double. Double doesn't mean double, double means incomparably more. And it affects that in our Yiddishkeit, what we do in bringing the Abishta into this world, our spiritual lives, and what we do in discovering how the truth of the world is the Abishta, our material lives are not two paths of serving the Eivishter, the two expressions of one thing, and that's the Nina Tshuva. Now you must understand, Tshuva in this context has a requirement. Does anybody know what's the requirement for Tshuva? You have to do an Aveda first. <laughs> we have a volunteer, you know, the position has been filled, there's no vacancies. Uh, now, Avedas are bad, but you cannot do tshuva unless you do an Aved. So the Rebbe now is going to say something incredible. Now wait, let me, let me slow down a moment. It's like the story with the oyster, right? Oysters produce pearls only if they're irritated by a speck of dust. No speck of dust, oysters treif and inedible. That's all there is to it. It's a piece of junk. You put schmutz into an oyster, you get a pearl. No Aved and no tshuva. Right? What is the tshuva? It's revealing a potency in a person, a power in a person that's so great that two completely different in Yadam of Yiddishkeit stop being two. 
my spiritual Yiddishkeit, my material Yiddishkeit, my relationship with God, my elevating of His world, stop being two things, they become two expressions of the potency of truth. Now, what happens if you don't have any Avedis? You can't do truth. You can't do truth means what? That the two Halichas that our Maimed is discussing, Lech Lecha, they avoid the bring Abish into this world. And the way they discover this world is Abish that apply to you. But to you, they're separate. Agreed? A tzaddik also does both, but they're two separate avoiders. In order for the two to become one, you need tshuva. Tshuva affects that my bringing Hashem into this world and my making this world into a godly place are not just two ways of serving, they're one of the same thing because of the incredible depth of tshuva. So now let's think about a tzaddik. Right? Did ever once explain how a tzaddikim have ma'asa tshuva through v'rabim heishev me'yohim? When a Rebbe, a Tzaddik, a Nasi Bistral brings other people to Tshuva, that's the only way they can have this Malza Tshuva, which is a very, very interesting idea. Now, think about a Tzaddik. Tzaddikim don't have Avedis. They don't have Avedis, they don't reveal that potential. They don't. But do they have it? I would presume that all of us are made complete. In other words, a tzaddik does not have to reveal that special power associated with tshuva because there's no avedis, but the power exists. Someplace deep in his neshama the power exists because there's no avedis, there's no irritant, he doesn't produce the pearl, but the potency and the possibility, the idea that there's a madrega of the neshama that a yid has that can shatter unbreakable ra and unify the two drachim of, of malmata lamata exists in the potential of a tzaddik. In other words, a tzaddik is a yid who because of the, the fact that he does the right thing always never has to access so deep a place in his neshama. But the argument is if he needed to access so deep a place in his neshama, he could. I would assume that that's the pshat. It says the Rebbe depends if you follow the Gemara or the Rambam. Look three lines in the Bible. The Gemara says, quote, a place where Abba tans, Tzadikim Gemurim Einim Einim. Perfect Tzadikim don't stand. What does that mean? The Tzadik in potentia has that incredible force which does emerge when one is doing Tshuva. He doesn't have any Avedis, he doesn't need to do Tshuva, he doesn't bring it forward. But, Vahid gives, and this is the Rambam's version, Ma'akim Shabbat Tshuva Einim, a place where Abba stands, ain't Tzadikim Gemurim Yechaylim Lamed Bey. A tzaddik can't possibly stand there. Translates the Rebbe. The Lafi Agesa Aleph, the first version from the Gemara. Hariachidish the Balei Tshuva. What makes Balei Tshuva special? Hulafiyadach tzaddik. They're the same as tzaddik. Tzaddikim also have the possibility that Tshuva is. Allah, it is only. She'ein ha'tzaddikim eimdim sham. The tzaddik is not actually there because he has no avedus and he didn't do Tshuva. That's that potency. Skip the parenthesis. Mashenkin l'gesa habeis. But the Rambam is saying not that where a Balchuva is, a Tzaddik isn't. Where a Balchuva is, a Tzaddik cannot be. That means, says the Rebbe, Hare a Balchuva hu besugach ala gamri. A Balchuva is a whole nother beast. Shalei be'erech. Shalachein, ha Tzaddikim gemurim, perfect Tzaddikim, ein yecholom lamecham, they can't possibly stand there. The Rebbe translates the hainum. Sha'afilu dargas ha-yecholeth shalahem. The level of the neshama called Yechelis, which is literally the very essence of the neshama. 
Shalzeh, which is consistent with the language of the Rambam in Hilchas Tshuva. When the Rambam describes free will, what word does the Rambam use to describe free will? Yecheles. Yecheles means freedom and possibility. What's another word besides for Yecheles? Koyach, a strength, a potential. But there's a very different, big difference between the word Yecheles and the word Koyach. I don't have time to get into it. Koyach means individual faculties. I have one strength. Koyach means a tool. Yecheles means a possibility. My neshama is infinite. If my neshama is infinite, it has infinite possibilities. According to there's many very deep discussions in Chassidus about Koyach and Yecheles. The Russian is yes, b'mitzias b'ba'la keach and in b'mitzias b'ala yecheles. A nefesh nesi keach and keach is a kol nefesh. I'm rattling because I don't have time, but the essence of it is that I have a a koyach haseichel, which is an individual faculty. My koyach haseichel comes from a koyach hanelam of seichel, higher koyach. My koyach hanelam of seichel comes from a koyach haatzmi of seichel, from the essence of seichel. But in all the three levels that I just listed. You have separate koyches. A koyach for chokhman, a koyach for binan, a koyach for chesed, a koyach for wood. You have koyach goloi, koyach nelam, and koyach atzmi. What's above koyach atzmi? Yechilis. The neshama is like a light. An infinite, plain light. It has everything. In the madreig of the neshama, called yechilis, you don't have a tool of chokhman, a tool of binan, a tool of chesed, and a tool of wood. You're an infinite plainness. Included in that infinite plainness is everything. So when the Rambam says... Yecheles nesuna lecholadam translates to that about pichsidus that the Rambam is saying that free will is rooted in the level of the neshama that's an infinite plainness. Says the Rebbe. So when another Rambam in another place says that a tzaddik has no yecheles to stand in the place where a balchuvah is standing, it says that in the deepest level of the neshama of a tzaddik, the possibility for chuvah does not exist. In other words, the reason tzaddikim don't have any avedis because they wouldn't be able to correct them. Aha! Eivdos nishkenayis veizach nishvasanayis This is the chiddush nifla. The Eivish that made people tzaddikim. You should know that the tzaddik yechoyles does not allow him to be a baltshuva. And that's why he's not a baltshuva. All backwards. Because a baltshuva is revealing a possibility in his nishama that is so powerful that it can shatter and destroy an indestructible evil now. The Aveda becomes a mitzvah. The tzaddik doesn't have the Avedas because he doesn't have that yechoyles. I think this is, this is mind-blowing. The level of the neshama which is called yechoyles. Yechoyles is not a potential, it's a possibility. In other words, it's not a particular aspect in the neshama, it's part of the infinite plainness of the neshama. Shalzeh, which is the interpretation of Hasidus, of Kosov Rambam, the other Rambam that says, Rushus the there's a possibility of freedom given to every person. Says that even on the level of their very, very essence, the potential doesn't exist to do tshuva. So why would the Abish allow them to do Avedis, Bashgoch Apratis, if they can't fix them? So if you wanted to really, really be radical, you would say, it's a schus to be a Baal tshuva, but you need a special neshama. Why are tzaddikim not Baal tshuva? Because they don't have the neshama that's necessary to do tshuva. Now all of us understand that it's very important that we have a connection to the tzaddik. We know, we know holy rollers, we know big tzaddikim. But this word is an incredible word. There also, when Yechidim Lagil Adagas by the Tshuva, they can reach level of Tshuva. 
Velochain, four lines from the end of the paragraph. That Masha Mashiach Osim. It says in Zoya that in the future Mashiach will. La Sova Tadikaya Yufta. To bring Tadikim to do Tshuva. Says the Rebbe, this doesn't simply mean that Mashiach is going to reveal the potential of Tshuva in the Tzaddik. It means he's going to create the potential to Tzaddik. Because the Tzaddik as he stands now does not have that possibility. They should get that Maila. They didn't have the descent. And according to this Maimer, the reason they didn't have this descent is because they couldn't correct it. The Ebesh is going to give them that Koyach when Mashiach comes. Hara is a Chiddush. Shemashiach Yechadah. This is something additional that Mashiach is going to introduce. Kivan Shemitad Atzmam in and of and by themselves. Ein Zed. This idea, the power which is the source of Tshuva is not by Abayli Tshuva, by Tzadikim. Afilu B'yochaylas HaTzadikim. Even the potential of Tzadikim. Hey, sisters, like I said to you in the beginning, it's a simple moment which has been repeated numerous times but the Rebbe here is saying something incredibly original that the difference between the Tzadik and Balchov is not in the behavior it's in the Shadish and Shomer a Tzadik is a Tzadik because the Shadish and Shomer is Shadish Tzadik a Balchov is a Balchov because the Shadish and Shomer is Balchov and it's a different Yechilis and as ironic as it may seem it's the Yechilis of the Balchov which is higher than the Yechilis of the Tzadik and the Rebbe finishes off the Maimed, of course, by my hey. The Yekuyim Bono Kipshute Apostle, which should be realized in all of us. Lech Lecha, Me'atzacha, Me'maladatacha, Be'isavicha. We should all go. Le'eretz HaKedosh Be'pashtus to the Holy Land. Va'achayyeh, and then ultimately, V'nivrech Nomono. Page Chavtes. Turn back. The last paragraph, three lines into the paragraph. All the nations of the world are going to bless themselves with the Jewish people. So I wrote on the margin, they're going to all be drawn down into you. Lastly, is Or draw Yidin down. There's a posak that says that when Mashiach comes, the Goyim are going to bring the Abish to the Mincha. An offering, a carbon. And what's going to be the Mincha that they're going to carry their Yidin from their lands in Golis and bring them to the base of Mikhil. I was thinking could mean that as well and especially through spreading Hasidus we have a Teirah Kadosh and a Simcha Kadosh second line from the bottom of the page please and of course all of us understand that Mashiach is about exceeding all limits like it says Yerushalayim is going to be an expansive space with no walls because walls can't contain an expanse that has no limits at the same time, we're going to have there's going to be a wall of fire. In other words, no containment within containment. Infinity in a capsule. In other words, turn the page. The idea that there's going to be such an expansive Eretisro that will have no walls. And the idea that Eretisro has borders of fire are opposites. And the Eretisro is going to pull it off. Like But the context is that just like we understand that in Yiddishkeit there's two avoidance and there's a koyach that unifies these two opposites and that koyach is koyach ha evidently the idea that when Mashiach comes Hashem is going to give us infinity and that the infinity is going to be encapsulated into a capsule is achieved through the avoidance that we do now the avoidance ha-tshuva v'dugmas mitzvah hakel like hakel let's do with each one of us individuals we're all on their own vineyard and our own fig tree Hashem unifies us these two opposites 
four lines from the top of the page is a ball I the atomism host is but only Hashem himself can do it because the Abish is able to do the impossible Hashem himself will be revealed and like we said earlier the Abish is going to he's going to wander around Ganeid Mulas like he's one of us. And this is the impossible. It says in the possible, that the Abish is not going to have any more garments, no knafal vush. I'll be able to see the Abish. And what is higher than seeing the Abish? Seeing with your eyes is only a level, because eyes were designed for seeing. When you see with your flesh, that's not seeing the Eibishter, but you're seeing the Kehachapel Benifah, the truth of my Matthias is the Eibishter himself. And those two ideas of the eye seeing and the flesh seeing are the same thing as Teir and Mitzvahs, as, uh, as infinity and containment together. Ba'agol Didan Mamish. Ubenherez Minu Mamish.